Hi, this is Phoenix Sport Atlantic Series, a podcast series initiated by Phoenix Politic. I am Mehmet Yegin, and today we will discuss NATO and Germany. We have an expert guest, Dr. Eileen Matley. Dr. Matley is a research fellow at German Council on Foreign Relations Security and Defense Program. Dr. Matley's latest piece published at International Politic Quarterly in September with the title of A New Strategy for NATO and Germany. Dr. Matley, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, and thanks for having me on today. Dr. Matley, there are numerous analyses of strategic concept of NATO. What, in your perspective, is novel about NATO's strategic concept? What indicators point us toward a new direction for NATO? So the strategic concept, the new strategic concept, as we all know, was signed off at the Madrid summit at the end of June this year and is the first such document in more than a decade. The last strategic concept that was adopted in 2010, the Allies had, in that statement, in that concept, the Allies had stated that they were striving for a quote-unquote genuine strategic partnership between NATO and Russia. Now, since Russia's large-scale and renewed attack on Ukraine starting on February 24th this year, this idea quite obviously has become obsolete. Accordingly, the new concept is ex very explicit in its wording vis-à-vis -vis Russia. The Russian Federation um, is, the concept says, and now I quote, the greatest and most direct threat to the security of the to the allies and to peace and stability in the Euro-Atlantic area, end of quote. Now, that a reassessment of Russia would find its way into the new concept is hardly surprising in my mind. Nor is the first mention of China as a challenger. It is quite well known that especially the United States is going to continue to focus its strategic attention on the Asia-Pacific Asia region and has tried to push and nudge European allies in that direction as well. Not only has the attitude toward actual and potential rivals and competitors changed significantly in NATO's new strategic concept, the innovations um, in the strategy are also evident with regard to the main tasks to which the alliance intends to devote itself in the future. The Allies certainly intend to maintain the triad of deterrence and defense, crisis prevention and management, and cooperative security, which they have adopted in the 2010 concept already. However, upon closer examination, two conceptual changes from the previous document stand out in my interpretation. The first change is that collective defense is now the primary category that sort of involves the three main tasks. According to NATO's new strategic concepts, these are expected to complement each other in order to ensure the collective defense and security of all allies. In other words, or in my words, so to speak, collective defense is now the primary task, which is to be ensured through various channels. And Although there is no specific or the specification does not equal a conceptual gradation of the three main tasks, it is, in my understanding, nevertheless obvious that conventional as well as nuclear deterrence and defense form the foundation of collective 
defense in the sense of territorial um, protection of the Allied um, theater. In addition, transnational concerns, which also fall under the unofficial primary task of collective defense, include challenges such as climate change mitigation, energy security, critical infrastructure protection, and the race to embrace new and disruptive technologies. And these and other concerns, and this is in my mind the second obvious innovation in the concept compared with its predecessor, can be summarized under the heading of democratic resilience. And the new NATO strategy already makes a pledge in the introductory chapter that NATO will enhance its individual and collective resilience and technological edge. And these efforts are critical, critical to fulfill the alliance's core tasks. So in my mind, it's especially the first change, um, i.e. that collective defense is sort of now the primary task um, that NATO is locating most of its efforts, also military efforts, to sort of the northeast of, of the alliance in the years and possibly decades ahead. And what are the implications for the European allies and, and Germany in particular? So NATO also, at its summit in Madrid, announced that it would come up with um, a renewed defense posture um, termed NATO, uh, NATO's new force model. And that new force model uh, will replace NATO's current reaction force by 2025, or at least that is the plan. And the force, or the new force model, in my understanding, is supposed to mostly consist of European forces, both national territorial defense forces, uh, i.e. host nations, plus other European allies, as we have already seen in the enhanced forward presence battle groups, as well as the planned brigades for the eastern flank. So that is one main implication in my mind, that European allies will have to provide substantial forces for NATO's new force model. And then breaking it down to Germany, Germany has in fact promised to commit to the new force model 30,000 troops, 85 ships and aircraft, all by 2025. And to be honest, I think that's quite a tall order for Germany in particular to muster these forces in addition to soldiers that ought to be contributed to the EU's rapid reaction force as announced in the strategic compass. So I think it's, I mean, those are, you know, one of the, the major implications. And I think we will still have to wait and see how that is going to unfold. There has been at length a discussion about a more active Germany in security matters. But in fact, a highly cautious approach persisted. Do you believe this is changing? And in what ways might Germany become more active in security matters? I would like to believe that it is in fact changing. But looking at the facts, I'm a bit more doubtful. The so-called Zeitenwende, or sea change, as announced by German Chancellor Scholz on the 27th of February, so only days after um, Russia's invasion, in and of itself won't change anything. Instead, the sort of that announcement must be supported with more than just grand words. Also, in my reading, 
that sort of sea change is, or what what people take as scene change, is more of a description of the state of affairs we're witnessing in Europe since the 24th of February, rather than a playbook for action. And that playbook for action still has to be spelled out in greater detail, in parts at least, in my mind. Now, there, I mean, yes, obviously, there have been changes. You can, you know, f- refer to, to, to the weapons deliveries that Germany agreed to, to Ukraine, for example. You can also turn to the special fund, fund that was established for Germany's armed forces, the Bundeswehr, which is about, which is worth, um, up to a hundred billion euros, which is quite a hefty sum. That special fund is very important and, in fact, long, has been long overdue. So that is a, I would say, a good indicator that some things are changing, at least in the defense realm. However, that sum, as, as, as big as it is, won't be enough. And that is already clear now. Um, it's already clear now that all the projects that the Ministry of Defense initially tried to finance with that money will not suffice. So they already had to sort of um, to delete some of, or sort of to, to take um, to take off some of the projects of that list. And what is also clear already now that it is not not or that it hasn't been decided yet what will happen after the fund will have been spent. And no political answers have been given in that regard yet. And you also asked in which in which sense or in which ways Germany might become more active. I think the sort of steps that Germany has already taken with regards to protecting the eastern flank should be reinvigorated, should be um, bolstered. Germany all, um, announced and already actually in parts put in place a mechanized brigade for um, Lithuania. And I think that's a good sign because Lithuania has been hosting German troops as Germany is the sort of the lead nation of the enhanced forward presence and battle groups on the ground in Lithuania and has been the lead nation since 2017. So it only makes sense for Germany to, to sort of ramp up its efforts um, in that country, in that Baltic um, country. But also beyond that, I think it's it would be a very good sign um, also to the rest of the alliance, especially on the eastern flank, were Germany to not only provide a brigade for Lithuania, but sort of to also think about other ways of bolstering the um, the eastern flank more prominently. And I think the sort of the commitments that Germany announced it would provide for NATO's new force model are a sort of um, an indicator that, that Germany is seriously considering to become a sort of a, a much bigger force provider for the eastern or northeastern flank of NATO. Dr. Matley, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. It was my pleasure. <laughs>